It's fine. All right. Let's move on to the game of the week, in my opinion. The Miami Dolphins traveling up to the Cincinnati Bengals. Thursday night football. 3-0 Miami Dolphins. Puma, how are you feeling about your boys, dog? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling good. I mean, you called me during uh, during the game <laughs> on Sunday. And there was one point, you know, it was towards the end. They, they had, had that huge... Right? Um, <laughs> Fourth, uh, fourth down stop in the red zone, and you're like, "Oh man, you're about to be three and zero. How do you feel?" I'm like, "It's not over. There's still time on the clock. There's no." He's like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "No, nope, you know nope, what happened? There's... You know what happened, Puma? You know what happened? And then the butt punt happened. You know what happened? I was watching like three games at once. Like I had red zone going, and I had the Patriots going, and it was like so much going on that I couldn't like I couldn't comprehend that like this kink could still go on. You feel me? Like I was just like I was mm-hmm. in a space where it was. Right, I just want this to be done with, so I can like focus on the other shit as well. Yep. Well, nope. The butt pun happened, and we uh, got out of dodge, and you know we saw the uh, you know the moment that'll live on forever. Which I don't know why he's getting like a lot of blowback. Is Ken Dorsey like getting pissed in the booth? Like. I don't have a problem with yeah, that. I, I mean, it's I'm I don't get it either. It's like, oh man, he's got to apologize. It's like, no, like, are you kidding me? Dayball laid into Daniel Jones week one, and everyone was about to build a statue for him in front of MetLife. Like, yeah. you know, you got a coach showing emotion. It's a playoff atmosphere, like you said. They might see each other in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd be pissed too if Isaiah McKenzie didn't get down because he was fighting for an extra yard or two. They had no timeouts and they couldn't spike the ball in time. I would be pissed, but. That was Sunday. Getting to the game preview, uh, which, you know, the the line right now is Bengals laying four points at home uh, against the Dolphins here. Uh, the, the big question here is, is Tua going to actually play? Now, for those of you that didn't see the game, uh, maybe saw the highlights, he um, he got what was – it was flagged as, uh, you know, roughing the passer. Matt Milano kind of gave him a shove. I honestly didn't think it was like a dirty play or anything. It was just bang, bang. But he got shoved, he fell down, he bounced his head off the turf, and he looked like me in my 20s, just being able to drink for the first time, um, highly inebriated, leaving the peddler's daughter in Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, I, somehow somehow he cleared the concussion protocols, and you know uh, Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports, he put up a copy of what the protocols are. He cleared them, he came back, he played the rest of the game. Uh, the team is deeming it as like a back issue slash what is it back and back and ankles like it, yeah they called what, it the, a back spasm that locked up his back and then his legs went as well. Yeah, so that's what they're dealing with. I mean, he's not in concussion protocol right now, but the NFLPA is launching an investigation. But I think like this line is kind of factoring in whether or not two is going to play. I think the defensive side of the ball for the Dolphins. I mean, they were rolling the dice a lot against. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I mean, sometimes it paid off. Sometimes they gave up the big yardage here. But, like, the Bengals, we all know how bad the offensive line is. And I know, like, they had that get-right game against the Jets. But if you look at the stats here, they're 32nd. That's the Bengals. They are 32nd in total offense through three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the Houston Texans are doing more offensive production than the Cincinnati Bengals are right now. I think Xavier Howard's going to be able to hang with – uh, Jamar Chase. Um, I got the Dolphins in this game. It's going to be close. Like I said, the spreads at four, the over unders at forty seven. But I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game to improve to four and zero. I'm expecting Tua Tagovailoa to play this week. 
Um, obviously, if Teddy Bridgewater plays, I'm going to want really nothing to do with this game. Um, but Tua plays, the, these wide receivers and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, I, I think they're going to have their way with the secondary. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of leaning there as well with the Dolphins just because I think the Dolphins have gone to a point where I think they're a good team in the AFC. Uh, I don't know if contenders just yet, but we'll find out here soon. But I think what I liked the most about the Dolphins on Sunday was they were able to win with defense, right? Let's be real. Holding the Bills to 19 points when the Bills have just basically scorched everybody left and right is, is a big monumental task, right? And on top of that, it, it's weird because if you look at the stats, you'll be like, well, the Buffalo Bills put up like 380 passing yards and 115 rushing yards. Yes, I get that. That makes the, the, the Miami Dolphins look, uh, defense look bad, but it's about making those key plays when you need to make them. It's to, win to, it's to make those stops when you need them the most. On top of that, the heat was oppressive as all, as all hell, so that was part of it as well. But I was really impressed with this, how... how uh, mentally sound, mentally tough that defense was to keep going blow for blow with Josh Allen and just like, you know, basically not giving an inch. So I was very impressed with that defense. On the offensive side, you guys had a, a little bit of a slower day, but I think Tua made just enough plays, just enough big plays for you guys to win that game. Uh, like, I, like I said, the stats are just slanted towards the, the Bills. But on the other hand, the, 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 the Bengals, I, I don't understand, and maybe you can like help me out with this. How is it that this... This Bengals offensive line might just be as bad as it was last year, right? I mean, yeah, they got a little better against the Jets, but the first two weeks, it was absolutely atrocious, right? I mean, you knew last year the storyline going in to the Super Bowl was that Joe Burrow was the most <coughs> sacked quarterback in NFL history to make a Super Bowl, right? I mean, it just doesn't happen when you get sacked that many times that you make it far into the playoffs. He was able to overcome that. So this offseason, they go out, they sign a bunch of big free agents, right? The guy down from Dallas, the brother of a guy from uh, Tampa as well. And, and we thought this revamped offensive line was going to help out quite a bit, but that hasn't been the case so far. So I wonder if it's more than just... The offensive talent, maybe it's a coaching issue. Maybe they're teaching it the wrong way. Maybe schematics. Maybe Joe Burrow just holding onto the ball for way too long. Maybe he's trying to hit the home run ball on every single play, and that's what's causing the issues. But for some reason, these offensive line issues are still there. Yeah, I don't understand it either, and I, I get it. Like, it's going to take some time for, you know, the offensive line to gel as a unit. But, I mean, he is, he at this rate, he's going to lead the league again in, in, in uh, mm-hmm. you know, the most sacked quarterback. And, you know, he, part of this, I think, not enough people are talking about this, but like you heard like Pete Prisco, CBS Sports Media, talking about this of, you know, maybe him missing time at training camp with the appendectomy mm-hmm. is kind of playing a factor in all this too. Like he's holding, like you said, he's holding the ball too long. He didn't have a whole lot of time to gel with this offensive unit. Um, and, you know, he, he had abdomen surgery, yeah. he had an appendectomy. So like he lost weight. So like maybe he's trying to put that weight back on, you know, it's, it could be a whole slew of things, but I'm kind of leaning towards like the lack of training camp because of the surgery type of deal. But I mean, this offensive line is going to have to hit the ground running at some point or they're, they're going to get their quarterback killed. Mm-hmm. 